This podcast is not suited for younger listeners. The events and people depicted in the show are based on true stories. Any resemblance or similarity to events past or present, or persons living or dead, are entirely a coincidence. is provided to you by listener support. If you would like to buy your host a one-time cup of coffee, the link is in the show notes. Hey everybody, this is Rosie from the Great Beyond, and you're listening to Storytime with Jay. The show that talks about the paranormal for people who love a good ghost story. My role on the show is to retell the ghost stories, but Jay is the main host. You can find us every week on Tuesdays at 5am Eastern Standard Time. We are on all your favourite podcast platforms. If you're ready, let's start the show. Here's Jay. Welcome back. Hope you had a wonderful week. I know I did. What about you, Rosie? Do you think I talk too fast? What do you mean? You know what I mean. Do I rush my stories? Well, to be honest, yes, I do. But I like your stories. See, I knew it. They hate me. Rosie, we do not hate you. Yes, you do. Sounds like you just need to relax. Enjoy telling the stories. Pause in between each section. You think that is all it is. I just need to relax. Yes, yes I do. Take a breath. Oh, sorry Rosie. I forgot. You are a ghost. Okay, Jay. I will try. And I am ready for my first story. Hold on. Did you forget about last week? I still want to know how you know so much about me. I will give you a clue. Listen to my two stories today. What do they have in common? things too quickly. The scary, old-looking porcelain dolls from the Victorian era are probably what come to mind when you think of haunting dolls. And I really doubt you have any of those lying around. In 2013, an Elsa doll from Disney's Frozen that had been given as a Christmas present in the Houston area made news when it seemed to be haunted. 
The doll would sing the Let It Go song and other frozen quotes when you pressed a button on its necklace. The girl's mother said that it had been saying it in English for two years. Then the doll started alternating between Spanish and English. There was no way to control this. The changes occurred at random. The doll has been in the family for almost six years and the batteries have never been replaced. The mother claims that even with the switch off, the doll would suddenly start talking and singing. The spooky doll was finally discarded at the end of 2019 due to family consensus. A few weeks later, it was in their living room. The mother didn't suspect her children of foul play since she knew they wouldn't have searched through the outside trash cans. When prompted further, the doll no longer sang Let It Go in English, instead responding exclusively in Spanish. The odd doll was then double-bagged and buried in the family's trash, which was collected on garbage day. A short time later, they left on a trip, only to find the doll waiting for them in the backyard upon their return. The family sent the doll to a buddy in Minnesota, who promptly fastened it to the front of his vehicle. According to the most recent Facebook post about the disturbing doll, it has not yet returned to Houston. Oh my, that story was the best one yet. I think you're starting to get the hang of it. That was much better. Thank you. I was more relaxed. I, however, was not able to connect that story to how you know me. I'm still curious, Rosie. Then listen to my second story. I will. But first, we need to take a commercial break. And now, a word from Skillshare. You are not a brand. You are not a job title. You are not a social media bio. Whatever set notion you have about who you are, what you're capable of, what you're supposed to be doing, forget it. You're a complex human being filled with imagination and wild ideas. You can pursue any and all of them anytime you choose. Go ahead, explore every talent, every interest and passion that no one, not even you, saw coming. The world is full of surprises. But so are you. Skillshare. I was thinking during the break, your first story was about a doll. Yes, but do not think about the doll itself. Do not think about the doll? In that case, hmm, I'm ready for our next story.
fantastic work of the Eugene Otto's family gave the little kid a handcrafted doll, which he called Robert. Eugene, or Jean as he was more often known, named the doll Robert and got quite close to him. The artist's house, formerly Eugene's residence at 534 Eden Street, was constructed between 1890 and 1898. This is when Robert the doll entered Eugene's life and where a relationship was formed that would endure the rest of his days and beyond. Robert may have seemed like any other cloth doll, but he soon became embroiled in some very unusual and even frightening circumstances. One night when Jean, then 10 years old, awakened after a sleepless night, he saw that Robert the doll was sitting at the foot of his bed staring at him. After a few minutes, his mother was roused from sleep by his cries for aid and the noises of furniture being thrown about in her son's bedroom. Jean screamed for his mom to come save him. Poor Jean was cowering in horror on his bed when she eventually managed to pry through the locked door. And Robert the doll was sitting at the foot of his bed. Robert did it, was all Jean could mutter. His future self would repeat these same words several times during his youth if something out of the ordinary, mysterious, or damaging occurred. After all, it was only a toy, right? So, no one knows for sure why or how this kid's plaything could cause so much trouble in a child's bedroom. Yet the strange and mysterious events didn't end with that one encounter. Jean's parents would often overhear him chatting away with the doll in his room. And they would afterwards hear a completely other voice responding to their son. They claimed to have heard the doll talk and seen his countenance shift. Also, many said they heard Robert laughing and saw him rushing up the stairs or peering out the second story window. After Jean's parents passed away, Jean and his wife Anne moved back into the family house where they had previously lived with Robert. When Jean realised the doll required his own space, he gave it his own room on the second floor with the window facing the street. The presence of Robert made Anne nervous, and for some reason she asked Jean to place the doll in the attic. Jean gave in, and Robert the doll was understandably unhappy with his new quarters. The house's guests soon began to hear footsteps and pacing in the attic, as well as sinister laughter. Kids in the neighbourhood claimed to have seen Robert monitoring them from an upper bedroom window and even heard the doll ridiculing them as they went to school. 
There was no way Robert could be sitting by the window of the upper bedroom. So when Jean heard this, he hurried straight to check. But to his utter surprise, Robert was seated in the rocking chair near the window in the bedroom. Jean repeatedly put Robert back in the attic after finding him in the same upper bedroom, staring out the window. When Jean Otto died in 1974, the new owners of the Eden Street home were overjoyed to discover Robert the doll in the attic much to the surprise of their 10-year-old daughter. Her happiness, however, was short-lived since she insisted that Robert was still alive and that the doll was about to harm her. She would wake up in the middle of the night, scream for her parents, and claim that Robert was moving about the room. Eventually, Robert the doll was given away, and now he resides at the East Martello Fort, where people from all over the globe come to view him. The servant who served for Jean Otto's parents is blamed by many to be the root of Robert's depravity. It is thought that this lady used voodoo and black magic to curse the doll as retaliation against her abusive employers. To some extent, it may explain the many reports of eerie encounters with Robert the doll. But if it were the case, wouldn't the haunting stop when the owners died? As far as anybody can tell, nobody is sure of anything. But one thing hasn't changed. Robert the doll still makes visitors nervous with his taunts and scares. Particularly museum goers who seek to snap pictures inside the institution. A number of people have claimed that their cameras stopped functioning. When they attempted to snap a photo of Robert, only to start up again after they left the museum. Even though Robert the doll is safely enclosed in a glass exhibit, he nevertheless manages to cause unease and panic among the museum's employees and visitors. Members of the museum staff have reported seeing him put his hand up to the glass, hearing demonic laughter, and seeing changes in Robert's facial expression. Robert is on display in a dedicated exhibit inside the museum, and guests are allowed to stop by and attempt to snap a shot. But most people who have tried have failed. If you do nothing else, stare intently at Robert and attempt to catch a glimpse of his sly grin, any movement in his case, or his eyes on you while you observe him. Rosie, that story was also about a doll. Are you sure it's not about the dolls? Not the dolls. Well, we are out of time this week, but I will be thinking about both of those stories. You said there was a connection. There is. You just must find it.
thank you for listening to another episode. If you haven't already done so, please visit the show notes. Or if you just want to buy me a cup of coffee, just a one-time cup of coffee. I greatly appreciate it. I do love my coffee. And with that being said, this is Jay Scoville, and I am signing off. <laughs>